This is the Taz and Jim Podcast. Today, Prince Harry's book, Spare, is released. You may have heard of this in the uh, over the past couple of weeks as excer- excerpts from the book have <laughs> leaked or been released. I used to be in t- Team Harry. You know, when all this stuff was going down and he was leaving the royal family, it's like, you're right. I, the royal family does suck. Get out of there. And I agree, the royal family does suck, yeah. and so does Harry. He's part of the royal family. Yeah, I uh, I got sucked in uh, with my wife over the holidays to watch the the Meghan and Harry thing on Netflix. And even at the start of the show, I was like, okay, these guys have a valid point. The paparazzi and the media over in England won't leave them alone. It seems like the rest of the royal family are real jerks. But as it went on, it was almost TMI. Too much information, mm-hmm. and same with this book. It, the 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 portions that have been released early, they're like stories that someone who's trying to convince you how cool they are would tell you. Yeah, it's I pathetic. Got, I, my my I once got frostbite on my penis. Cool story, bro. A lot of penis related stuff. He's also talking about losing his virginity to some cougar outside of a bar, like. <laughs> From going from pub, Jim. Sorry, you're right. Outside the pub, in a field behind the pub. But like, you'd think he'd have good stories. Like, I have those stories, and I'm not. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not a royal family member. Doesn't he have like cool prince stories? He once got in the lamest fight with his brother. Yeah, me too. He got pushed onto his uh, the dog's bowl, which shattered in his back. Oh, no, Harry. He also says, you know that Nazi costume he wore for Halloween? Uh, this must have been over a decade ago, yeah. but it was everywhere, that picture, and it was, wasn't a great choice. Not a good look. But now he's saying that wasn't even his choice. It was Kate and and, and uh, Will's choice. They said, yeah, do it. But like, it's like nothing is ever his fault now. Mm. I did so many drugs, and I drank so much alcohol back in the day. Am I cool, guys, or what? <laughs> <laughs> I'm still young and hip, right? Spare is the name of the memoir. The book is out today. It's called Spare because that's what Harry is. William is next in line for the throne, but Harry's the spare. Yeah, the heir and the spare. In case something goes wrong. He's the spare with hair, too. Mm. Does that bump him up? I don't know. I get so drunk. I love to party, guys. <laughs> One time, I had ten beers. <laughs> the Taz and Jim Podcast. Just had our sports guy, Devin Peacock, in the studio talking about a possible expansion team in Major League Baseball. He said this. And the Nashville Stars want to be the next expansion franchise in Major League Baseball. Hmm. I hope this doesn't happen because who wants to go to Nashville, honestly? (laughs) Bachelorette, bud? What do you mean? I'd love to go to Nashville. Music City, dog. I don't want to go to, like... No one is going to sign a big money deal with the Nashville Stars. Let's go to the phones. Hey, you have something you want to say about that? Hey, man, I just had to call about uh, Peacock's comments there. Yeah. Way offside, man. We just got back from Nashville. We went there over the Christmas hall between Christmas and New Year's. Now, I've been to Vegas like, I don't know, 12 times. And uh, Nashville, me and my wife both agreed, way, way, way better than Vegas. Right. For the yeah. average person going on a trip, I would agree, but for the average MLB player or the All-Stars, it might be Peacock a different story. clarified that he was talking more about players aren't going to want to sign. The big players aren't going to want to live in Nashville. 
Yeah, but you know what, though, is, I mean, first of all, he's like you know, only half of the population. It's actually 1.3. A quick Google search shows it's 1.3. So I just Googled it. It said 6.9. I don't know what to say. Or 690. I just Googled it and it said 1.3 in 2023. And they say that it's growing at 1.3%. But, I mean, when you can go anywhere on a, in, in to any bar and find live music and you can find any kind of type of live music you want, whether it's blues or jazz or country or rock yeah. or whatever. Yeah, so if Aaron Judge can play the saxophone... <laughs> they just need go. to find alcoholic players who love to party. <laughs> <laughs> That's old school there baseball right there. Bar, uh, booty bar or something like that. In a place like that, he could have gone in there and probably not even been recognized. I would it love that. I have never fun. been, but it's definitely on the list. I got to go to Nashville sooner than later. And, and just to clarify, Google and Wikipedia are both saying 690. So I don't know where you're getting your million from, but maybe the, the, the GNA, the greater Nashville area is 1.5 or something. Who knows? I'll text you the link I found just so Sounds you good. know that I'm completely full of it. All right. Hey, listen, you heard me. I disagreed with Peacock, but he's standing by his guns here. He doesn't think players would want to play for a team in Nashville. Yeah, Nashville, Vegas is all flash. Nashville is the real thing. Thanks, man. I would love to go to Nashville, party, go to some honky-tonks, and then go see a baseball game. I think from a fan perspective, it's a viable option to have a Major League Baseball team there. Oh, and from Nashville's perspective, like, how would you not want that team there? Ask a lawyer, ask a lawyer. We've got Ian Snedden. He's a partner with Cohen Hiley Lawyers, CohenHiley.com on the line. And uh, we're taking your questions. People being shy, they're texting them in today. Uh, first one we got for you, and this is right up your alley, Ian, as a family law specialist. Hey, Taz and Jim, wife and I have decided to get a divorce. We're both over it. How quickly can we get it done, and how much minimum will it cost? All right, so in Ontario, you have to be separated for a year before you get a divorce. And that goes back to, I guess, uh, the whole idea from the, you know, many years ago, the sanctity of marriage in case parties reconcile. So it does take a year. How do you prove you're separated rent from an apartment or? Well, I mean, normally you, a, a, you, you have to swear an affidavit. So there's a sworn statement that you'd file with the court, but you don't actually have to appear in court in the, uh, in the eighties. You did. There was actually divorce court where you would show up and, uh, this is before my time, but you'd show up and argue that, you were separating and, you know, that you weren't together, all this sort of thing, because there could still be abuses where some people claim they're, uh, they're divorcing for legitimate reasons. They're separated, but separated spouses can get spousal support. So it could be a tax dodge, mm. uh, would be the other reason. So it takes a year. Then you, you provide a sworn, uh, statement stating that you are separated and a judge will grant a divorce on what's called a basket motion. So judges sit in their office or chambers from time to time, and they'll just go through paperwork, and it could be a, an uncontested divorce, yeah. and grants a divorce unless appropriate child support is not being paid. Okay, and, and what's, then, what's the bare minimum? If it is completely amicable, what do you think uh, the cheapest right. divorce you could get would be? Well, then you, if you did it on your own, if somebody did it on their own, you'd have to check with the courthouse. I'm not sure what the fees are now. I'd say 
the government charges about $500. Okay, okay. it can be worse. Um, and then if you use a lawyer for it, depends on, you know, which lawyer or a paralegal, I suppose, could help as well with the paperwork. Um, but I, I would think definitely under $2,000, I would think, to, to do it all in. And, but when people say it's perfectly amicable, sometimes it is, sometimes it isn't. And then the cost goes up if there's errors made. Like, for example, if there are children, you don't prove that child support's being paid in accordance with the guidelines or that some other arrangement hasn't been made. Yeah. Everything's amicable until it isn't, right? Mm -hmm. Right, exactly. Hey, what about this one? I've always thought about this little scam. (laughs) Oh, here we go. Okay. Would this be something you could get away with? If you pretended to be separated... And yeah. let's say I moved out and I bought another home. Mm-hmm. And when you sell a home, if it's your primary residence, you don't have to pay tax on that property, right? Right. So could I get a separation from my wife and buy a new home and then sell it after a year and keep <laughs> all the profit for myself? There but, might not be profit right now. Well, I mean. Right. But I, when the market was going crazy, could you get away with huh. that kind of scam? Um even though my wife and I are in it together and we're still married and we're just pretending to be separated? I mean, I, I haven't thought that through because I haven't been retained to scam the CRA before, <laughs> but uh, I, I don't think so because I do know this. One thing we put in agreements when people separate is that they list what is the matrimonial home that's the principal residence, and that's where you don't have to pay capital gains. Okay. So that's the tax that you're So until to. that house is sold, you'd probably still be considered part of that deal. You can't just branch probably, off. Probably, yeah. Uh. Yeah. Well, I might look into it a little yeah, bit more. Yeah. It sounds like- <laughs> Always run your scam by a lawyer first. <laughs> that's right. If the market goes on an upswing, I think there might be a little kernel of uh, brilliance in this. <laughs> uh, one more question for you, Ian. It's Ask sure. a Lawyer here with Taz and Jim. Hi, Taz, Jim, and Ian. Three years ago, I saw a listing for a dog. I contacted the owner and set up a meeting to pick up the dog. It was a pretty quick exchange. I met the family at a neutral location. They gave me the dog and some items. The mom of the family then added me on Facebook shortly after saying she would still love to see the pics of the dog, and I said I don't mind at all. Now, she just texted me back earlier this week and said that now that her kids are older, she'd like, quote, their dog back. This dog has now lived with me for three years in two different provinces with no contact from her in all that time. She's threatening litigation and claims that she has, quote, papers to prove the dog is hers. I am not giving her my dog. Does she have any legal right to this dog? Wow. So, uh, first of all, dogs are considered property, uh, although the courts are getting, uh, I guess, more sensitive to the importance of dogs and pets in general to uh the families, but in this case, uh, obviously, if something was paid uh, for the dog, then that would be conclusive. But it's a matter of evidence. But if the intention was to uh, give the dog to this person, I think being with that person for three years is pretty conclusive evidence that the intention was the dog was going to become this person's dog. So you know, they would have a, a poor claim, even if they have you know, a vet bill or something from three years prior, it's pretty obvious that the intention was to, you know, just like any other property, if you if you 
give something away and uh, you don't say, hey, I want it back mm-hmm. at some point, then you, you it, at a minimum, it's a gift. Well, it's ridiculous. She's, their kids are now old enough. So here's an idea. Buy another dog. Yeah, tell them it's the Rescue same one. dog. <laughs> <Tell them. laughs> Buy a dog that looks like the other dog. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the kids can't be that attached to a dog they haven't seen in three years. Of course so not. Buy a new dog. That's ridiculous. Uh, if you have a legal question you want to ask off the radio, you can find Cohen Hiley at CohenHiley.com. Thanks, Ian. We are joined by Ian Snedden. He's a partner with Cohen Hiley Lawyers. CohenHiley.com is where you can find him online. How you doing, Ian? I'm doing well this morning. We've got a story. I just wanted, before we go to the phones and, and get you to weigh in on, on people's issues, I've got a story that I thought you'd be interested in because it could mean the end of your career. Oh, God, no. Uh Uh-oh. A robot lawyer will argue its first court case next month in the U.S. You had a good run, Mm. bud. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I don't know. I've I've heard about it, and uh, not that particular story, but I've heard about, you know, artificial intelligence being used. I'm still a little skeptical, and fortunately, I watched the original Star Trek and uh, those computers all were always defeated by Captain Kirk. <laughs> yeah, That's right. True emotion. It is an AI thing. There is a website uh, called do not pay.com. It helps people fight parking tickets. Now it hasn't actually said where in the U S they are going to be fighting using the AI to fight the ticket because technically that is probably illegal, but they want to test the system out. What they do is they get somebody with an ear pod in. So you have an ear pod in when you're in the courtroom, and then the AI is listening to the case and tells you what to say to the judge to try also and get out of your parking you, ticket. Like certain sections of the law. Yeah, like a Cyrano de Bergerac <laughs> thing, right? Yeah. Well, I, you know, that part I didn't know about. I think it could be helpful. But, uh, you know, at least yeah, so far not at the stage where it's going to be nuanced enough for a more complicated case. And I think people will also be somewhat reluctant, you know, for example, in criminal cases where you can demand a jury, do you really want robot, a robot jury, or do you, do you want humans to decide hmm. whether you did it or not? Depends if I was, how guilty I was. <laughs> Maybe the computers will make a mistake. And I'm disappointed that it's not an actual robot. Like, I was picturing yeah, like a, a Matlock, like, yeah. but like silver. Terminator yeah, walking yeah. in with a nice suit on. Yeah, but no skin, room. just the red right. eyes. <laughs> and how long, if this does work, how long until that is just for the government? Because everybody gets a lawyer, no matter how poor, broke you are. So I wonder how long until the government, instead of the government paying people to represent uh, the poor people, they just send a robot. In the I place. am your yeah. public defender. <laughs> Yeah. Right. What if they're better robots? So the richer people get kind of like getting better lawyers. You get a better robot lawyer. Yeah, like a faster car. And other people get really crappy robot lawyers. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's kind of how life works right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you got the expensive lawyers and you got the less expensive lawyers. <laughs> so you, you're not feeling too threatened about this today, Ian. You think you're, you're good no, for a while? <laughs> I'm good for a while. I got a little bit more of a run to go. The Taz and Jim Podcast. Here's a story. This is somewhere in Canada. We don't know exactly where it is, but it's clear that this is a Canadian story when you hear the audio we're going to play for you here. A video gamer playing Rainbow Six, which is like the Tom Clancy franchise. 
walk around, try and shoot people, right, in the game? Yeah, just your classic first-person shooter. If you don't know video games, it's like GoldenEye. You know what right. I mean? Right. Yeah. You're, you're a military guy you going around shooting people. Uh, he butt-dialed 911 while playing the game, and the 911 operator heard him say, I just killed two people. <laughs> What else so, do you do? Like, it does sound very suspicious. You, you got you got to follow up on something like that. I just killed two people, so he, he basically swatted himself, and the police ended up showing up at this guy's doorstep, and it was all caught on his ring camera. Uh, I, was play, I, was, I was playing the game, and uh, I got butt down the phone. Okay. That was my bad. What? No, no. It's only me home. It's not like all to you. So it's kind of hard to tell, but they're going back and forth saying, did I get swatted? Did you call? They're trying to figure out what happened. He says at the start, I think I butt dialed you guys. We're talking baseball, and Dev, uh, before you leave, tell everybody there's there's the possibility of another MLB expansion team joining the league. Yeah, Major League Baseball currently has 30 teams. Uh, The uh, commissioner, Rob Manfred, has said he would love to expand to 32 because that's a lot of money that goes into their pockets. One of the teams uh, or one of the cities that could become a team is Nashville. Don Mattingly is the Blue Jays bench coach, but he has just signed on to be an advisor to the Nashville Stars, and the Nashville Stars want to be the next expansion franchise in Major League Baseball. Hmm. I hope this doesn't happen because who wants to go to Nashville? Honestly. <laughs> Bachelorette, bud? What do you mean? I'd love to go to Nashville. Music City, dog. I don't want to go to, like, no one is going to sign a big money deal with the Nashville Stars. Look at Major League Baseball. It's all. Always- I think you're crazy on yeah. this one. Really? Nashville is, okay, is an so. incredible destination. It's it's almost the new Vegas. And look it's at small the, though. Look at I the would success. go to the real Vegas instead of the the new Vegas. Look at the success that the professional sports teams that have moved to Vegas are having. Yeah, they've won nothing. The and pre- they, well, they've won nothing. The the Golden Knights almost won the Stanley Cup. And people, no, that's that's in Vegas. I'm talking Nashville. Well, yes, I know, but I'm saying Here, here's what's crazy though. Nashville population six hundred and ninety two thousand. It's not even a million people. So if you do want to be a big star in a big city, you know, uh Shohei Ohtani ain't going to Nashville. No, that that's that's this is my this is my issue in terms of like the last 20 years, you've got the Kansas City Royals in 2015, the Florida Marlins in 2003 who have won a World Series. Otherwise, it's been big market teams. So what you're doing is you're going to take expansion money from the good people in Nashville and you're going to give them decades of misery cuz they're <laughs> never going to win because no one's going to want to go. Look at the Nashville Pre- they're a uh, loser okay. team. You, you, you're talking more about the players not wanting to go. I would love oh, to yeah, go. Pete, Nashville's a great oh, city. Yeah, 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 okay. totally. Nashville, Nashville's a great city. They're just never going to win anything of significance in <laughs> professional sports. The Taz and Jim Podcast. And we like to keep track of uh, the, the goings-on in these smaller communities across our listening area. And who better to keep us up to date than the pride of small-town Mitchell, Ontario, Jim Kelly, it's time for the Rural Report. Hey, bud, you know, interesting stuff happens in the country, too, some, sometimes. 
So I guess she's time for the rural report. Rural, rural, rural report. There we go, bud. All right, bud. Where are we going today, Jim? You ever heard tell of Goderich, Ontario, Taz? I have heard tell of Goderich. Lovely beach town. Prettiest town in Ontario, they say. The sign says it as you as you roll into Goderich. And I agree, because for me, there's nothing more beautiful and picturesque than a drunk guy on a mobility scooter. Because Saturday night around midnight, please get a call uh, from someone on Walnut Street saying they're looking out their window, and there's some guy on mobility on a mobility scooter all over the sidewalks, on the roads, hopping curbs. Oh, wow. And this is just a good lesson for any rebels out there. You know, it's hard to pull a fast one in the slowest possible vehicle because the police <laughs> show up 30 minutes later, yeah. and sure enough, the mobility scooter is still there. It's not a great getaway vehicle. No, no. Like I said, the scooter was there. However... No man in sight. So the police guy be thinking, did we just witness a miracle? He can walk! Clock strikes midnight <laughs> and the man steps up. It is called God Rich, after all. You never know. <laughs> True. So, but turns out he was just taking a pee behind a tree. They found him. Uh, they asked him what he was doing. He said, I was just trying to fit in at the local Walmart. This is a big deal. And the police say, no, you, can, you know you can get an impaired on a mobility scooter, right? And he said, well, if you can't drink on a scooter, tell me this. Why does the basket on the handlebars perfectly hold a 12 box of OV? And uh, they said, that's no excuse. And <laughs> like they, you know what they say, Taz. Mo- mobility scooter, mo problem scooter, and the OPP gave him a breathalyzer. <laughs> 56-year-old man from Goderich has been charged with a DUI, blood alcohol over 80, and uh, we do hope this man reflects and sobers up on his actions, and he'll be back delivering food for Scoot the Dishes before you know it. <laughs> Scoot the Dishes. Uh, and the OPP would like to remind people, that is a motor yes. vehicle. It's a mobility. The Mo stands for motor. (laughs) Yes. Or mobility. (laughs) Whatever. (laughs) The Taz and Jim Podcast. Zellers is coming back. It's going to be located uh, brick and mortar in some Hudson Bay stores. Also, zellers.ca if you want to shop online. And I remember going to Zellers. I've got some great memories. Oh, yeah? You big Zed head? (laughs) From my younger years, going into Zellers. But... I see people online. They're getting all pumped up for this. I don't. I don't understand why you'd be excited that Zeller's is coming back. Was it? What made it so special? Is what we asked the Taz and Jim listeners, and we're getting kind of mixed reactions. Some on the negative side here, Jim. Yeah, uh, Celine says I don't care because it's not coming back as their own store. I don't even have a Hudson Bay location near me because the Zeller stores is showing up, but inside the already inside. existing Hudson yeah, Bay, like, like a branch of. Of the bay. Yeah, yeah. A department within a department store. Ooh, Inception. Uh, Joanne says, why would I be excited for a division of the bay that essentially went bankrupt and then put me out of work? Ooh. Old cashier here? Sour grapes. (laughs) Uh, Lisa, now this is positive. (laughs) Lisa says, as long as they bring back the restaurant and I still think I have some Zed points to spend. That'd be sick if if there was compounding interest. On the Z button, <laughs> and you, you check twenty five years the card? later. What forty thousand? Seven million Z points. I'll it, take some fries with gravy. That's what we got a, a text message here. Uh, yeah, Someone yeah. says the fries with gravy was the highlight of Zeller's in, in the restaurant. There, mm. uh, another one. What about uh, Kmart? They used to do the blue light specials every hour. Did Zeller's do that too? I can't remember the what. 
Blue Light Special. So it'd be like, there's a Blue Light Special in aisle 13. Right now, you can save $5. You only have one hour to take advantage of this deal. That, that sounds Look like for a, the Blue Light. You, you sound like a strip club in Amsterdam so right now. Go to the Blue Light Special. All right. Who wants a Blue Light? Blue Light's on sale right now. <laughs> <laughs> They're only $3 per bottle. Uh, another one, it's cheaper. Walmart could use the competition. Maybe it'll drive prices down at Walmart. I doubt it. Hmm. And uh, this is, I had forgotten, but I do now have, have some vague memories of this. Zellers used to do Midnight Madness, where at midnight oh, really? they would drop balloons from the ceiling in the store. And when you pop the balloon, there was a chance you would win a prize. Whoa. Or you'd get a coupon to get a percentage off your purchase. He's madness. The Midnight Madness with the balloons. They got to bring that back. Yeah. Otherwise, what's the point? I know. We want some Black Friday stampeding here. Let's go. (laughs)